Who is the guy who sent you the computer virus? Uh, Beckett Broda. Oh, damn. Jam, jam, jam. Jeremy Melton? Who's Jeremy Melton? I'm kidding. No, who, who's Jeremy Melton? Come on, sixth grade? Pervert, 60 pounds. Book teeth, you look so pretty, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> he can't still live in town, can he? Lily, I'm kidding. No, I know, it's just, what do you think happened to him? Yeah, I. Yeah, I've, I can't like I say I can't say I've ever played it, but I I was vaguely aware that there were that there had been some of the games previously. Yeah, I was, set in nineteen forty one, the first adventure pits the first adventure pits government special investigator Doc Holiday. Hang on a minute, <laughs> not that one. That's his thing. Against the ancient evil that drove Hermit Rustin Parr to abduct and slay seven children in Burkittsville, Maryland. Along the way, she has to she she has to interact with stricken townspeople, investigate hidden legends and arcane rituals and seek to unravel a twisted mystery that still haunts the town. All right, so it's like a murder mystery game. I don't think it I don't oh, think it, it's going to be too scary. Is it like a point and click or how what what type of game actually is it? I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um I have no idea. I really have no idea. Um, oh, there is. It um... Looks. I think it might be point and click. It looks too good. Uh, like, like. Oh, <laughs> right. I'm gonna send you this link. So I've just oh, found an article. It. Somebody reviewing it. So volume two is the Legend of Coffin Rock, and volume three is Ellie Kedwood Tale. No idea. But oh, let's have a look at this. Let's have a look at this. Oh yeah, look at that. Okay, that's not pointing. Oh, I just noticed the face. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I saw. I was like, right, I found this. <laughs> Look at that big breakfast deal, though. Two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, thirty-six cents. Oh, oh no, it's bad. Oh, <laughs> that's really bad. I mean, video games have come a long way, haven't they? Do you know what, actually? For, win, for a game from Windows 95 slash 98, it's not awful. No, it doesn't look terrible. Um, yeah. That might have to I have to try and get that running now. You've um, you've reminded me I even have it. Uh, <laughs> since bringing Blair Witch up. Uh, that's a film, like... Like I was mentioning a while back, how when we're doing this podcast, you don't want to blow the load instantly by every week being a banger yeah. after banger after banger Blair Witch might have to do Book of Shadows before doing Blair Witch you know <laughs> well you know what I've not I've not seen either properly I've seen bits I've not I've, I mean I've definitely not seen Book of Shadows oh, wow. but the first one I've never seen it all the way through I've seen oh, I started wow. watching it a couple of times I've seen bits of it I know I, you know what I mean mm. it's just, I ne I've never seen it so yeah, I'd, like I'd with doing do this with doing this, I thought, you know what? There's probably quite a few like classics that I just should watch. So when I need, when I was trying to track down 
somewhere to watch Valentine, and I came across this like eBay retailer oh. deal. I was like, oh, I'll use it as an ex- I'll use it as a, a chance to pick up something else that yeah. I probably should have seen. Um, so yeah, that's why I got oh, it. Man, I I mean Val- Valentine love went to straight do- to the charity <laughs> shop. But <laughs> I, I would love to do Blair Witch Week now now because I. Because I, I saw it so long ago for the first time and then I've watched it numerous amounts of time since. To be able to talk to someone who is in theory going to be going into it blind. You say you've seen parts of it, but not... I've seen bits of it, yeah. Like, I've just, I've never sat, I've never sat and watched it from beginning to end. Um, oh man, I'd love to I have mean, that discussion. I think it's, I think I've probably seen like the major bits and... It's one of those, I felt like I missed the window on it because I didn't see it at the time when it came out and then it wasn't all all that long ago, all that long after that, you know, you started to see bits and pieces and I just thought, I, I kind of feel like it's been spoiled now, I'm not going to rush to see it and then it's just one of them that's I've just, I've never gone out of my way to watch it and it's never, you know, come across the radar as it were. So, yeah, it's still not, still not seen it. It is, I like to say... About being immersed in horror films a lot but i'd say compared to the film we're going to be talking about today um by the way you can tell i've already started recording uh <laughs> compared to the film we're going to be talking about today which you also got on your dvd can't really get immersed sit you can sit in a dark room no one around talking and you can't really get immersed to valentine but no. blair witch you i feel like you can uh, if you yeah, really yeah, tried yeah. hard to um do you have on hand the Blair, uh, the, 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 the Valentine no, it, edition. It's it's upstairs, um, but it's worth mentioning because I, I might I might go and run and get it. <laughs> I actually, really want to see it. I it's really worth getting. It. I'll go and get it. I'll go and get oh, it. Very excited. All right. Well, while Aiden's going to do that, folks, welcome back to the Dreadcast. Um, this is episode thirty-five. We made it thirty-five episodes. Um. Yes, welcome back to the Dreadcast, the world of horror podcast. I'm going to start adding that little subtitle in um, to the intros. I added it to the YouTube channel. I don't really know what it means. It just sounded cool. So the Dreadcast, the world of horror podcast. Uh, today, as you can tell, we're going to be discussing Valentine. And he's back. He's back. I just, so, did, the intro. I just did the intro while you were gone. Um, fair enough. I mean, it is, it is come an Come on, sorry. Oh, look at the- this. Like oh, the card, it's one of those sort of cardboard composite cases. Oh, beautiful. And it's got the scene index on the inside cover. So DVDs oh. are still oh. fairly new that they felt the need to like advertise the fact that you can skip to any point in the movie you want to watch. And mm. some of the scene uh, names are brilliant. Yeah, so um, beautiful. My first got... DVD was The Matrix and it was like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, enlighten us. There's one called Waxing It. Oh, I got I got notes on that scene. I know exactly <laughs> no, what scene that is. You know what, exactly what scene <laughs> that is. Um, there's one called Fat Girl's Turn. Which just... I know, yeah, I know what that's about. Would never fly these days. Um, <laughs> funeral Foursome. I wrote about the funeral as well. <laughs> Shower interrupted. <laughs> oh, clever. Very clever. But yeah, I, I remember th- I opened it up and I thought, oh yeah. Like, DVDs yep. used to advertise the fact that you could 
Look, and vi- videos scenes. didn't. Videos didn't. So the next logical step with DVDs was that you could do that, and it was well, it was, it was yeah, mad. exactly. It was it was a, it was a feature of it worth advertising. I um, love the cardboard case of that though. That's fantastic because the, the film is two thousand and one. So yeah, it it would have been around that time where they properly started coming out like that. Yeah. That's so there brilliant. you go. Can we, can we just have a Shame. look at the, the case? On a better film. Oh yeah, there, there's there's my girl up front. Big I mean, Richard's fan here. I, I feel like a lot of films use that kind of format for the cover, yeah. but but Twilight much? A little bit. Like, that's definitely uh, where they got it from, isn't it? With the black and white, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you want to get rid of it, dearie me. No, well, now we've now I'm, now we're talking about it in this. <laughs> That's a collector's item. Sir. It's more nostalgic. Tom, like I said, I just wish it was a better movie. <laughs> I, I want I want a physical copy now. Yeah, when you say, you say better movie, so yes, we are talking about 2001 Valentine uh, because it's Valentine's Day next week. Um, it is a load of bullshit uh, the holiday, but thankfully there is a horror film related to it, and I believe this will be oh. Fourth or third slash fourth holiday horror film for the podcast. We did Mother's Day, April Fool's Day, whatever, which way they come around. April Fool's Day. We did the Beaster Bunny for Easter. It's not really an Easter film, but <laughs> whether you want to class it or not. And now Valentine. Um, oh, I guess we did Halloween, but it was a given. Um, and there's not many Valentine's Day horrors. Like No. There's, well, My Bloody Valentine. And the remake. And the remake, yeah, okay. And are, we, are we stretching it so there's two? <laughs> yeah. So there's two there? <laughs> yep. So we've got at least three years worth of uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> and then Valentine. But yeah, I can't I can't think of any others no. off the top of my head. I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there will be. They probably will be, but they're probably like the real dirge. I mean, uh, this is quite dirge, but um, uh, I'm yeah. probably thinking worse than this. You know, probably yeah, straight yeah, to yeah. straight to the bottom of the bin and Amazon Prime. Um, like, I mean, there's plenty of horror films about relationships and you know, sex and things like that. Ooh, <laughs> spooky! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like it, it follows. Being a, yeah, yeah, I suppose. But it's yeah, not. Yeah. But it's not Valentine's Day, is it? It's not the. It's not the holiday. It's not the, the no. actual occasion. And this film has uh, the context of Valentine's Day sprinkled all over. Yeah, it. just yeah, Valentine yeah. in general and Cupid and everything. So they they went to town. It like my bloody Valentine, the dance maybe. I mean, the killer's not really. It's the, Guy in a jumpsuit oh, and a gas mask a, and an axe. A minor. Like, yeah, yeah the killer's it's a minor. <laughs> really Valentine based. Um, this probably has more imagery relating to Valentine's yeah, definitely, Day in definitely. it. Definitely. Um, um, I mean, his his calling card or the the sort of setup for the marking of the victims are his uh, Valentine's cards, yeah. and he's got a cupid mask. I mean, he, there's a arrow kill. I mean, is, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, the maggoty chocolates and stuff. There's yeah. There's a lot of like definite Valentine's imagery in this. Well, before we get into the um, 
the utmost fun that was this film. It's, it was. I, I know you loved it. It was great. I, you had a great time. <laughs> I really didn't. <laughs> couple of couple of bits of uh, points to make out. Um, this is potentially, folks, the uh, last film review for a couple of weeks. Just going on hiatus for a couple of weeks. There might be an episode next week. There might not be, but we will be back for Scream Six. Mm-hmm. Um, when we'll carry on with March. I had a thought about March. And what do you think about this? Scream six. We then go straight to Wicker Man because mm-hmm. we can't. We can't just leave that. That needs no. to be done. Um, our discussion topic about horror tropes, and then we cap it off with a franchise tier episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 tier our favorite Valentine's Day films. <laughs> we'll see how long that takes. <laughs> there are there are two tiers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so uh, this will probably be the hiatus just for a couple of weeks. Uh, we need a break because um, uh, well, we haven't actually had a break really properly with this since we started it, and you have to go be the working man for a couple of weeks. I have to work. Yeah, yeah. Well, the work situation's changed slightly, so I've got to. I'm going to be away. For a, a yeah. short while, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, I we all will all uh, won't blame you, but we'll just you know, everyone can hold a grudge against you that there's no hey, no hype to, episodes coming out every week. But you know, got to earn that in. paper to buy these bargain bin <laughs> <laughs> films that for review, true. don't I? That is true. Don't have a go at him, folks. He's you know if we if we want to buy these. Cardboard box copies of Valentine don't I mean, just grow on trees, you know. <laughs> look, we got we got to find these these fil- DVDs are becoming a rare commodity these days. You know, <laughs> I I remember not too long ago going to a CEX to see what horrors they had, and they had a Hellraiser blah, Bloodline. I went. It was a Hellraiser, a later Hellraiser mm-hmm. film for twelve pound on DVD, just one. And it's DVDs, they're they're coming back. Coming back, physical media is going to make the comeback. Um, yeah, so that's the thing with the podcast. Uh, I think that's pretty much the main stuff. What have you been reading this week? <laughs> what have I been reading? I am not, I'm not reading anything horror related at the minute. Um, I'm actually reading a Nikki Six biography. Oh, yes, I um, did say, yeah, um, so yeah, that because I think basically because I just went all in with horror mm. for like a, well maybe the past month or so like pretty much every bit of media i've consumed has been horror i've been reading horror books watching horror movies watching documentaries about horror so i was mm. like i just need a break um so yeah check and i probably will read a couple of other non-horror genre things for a while but i have recently just purchased um some horror-related books uh, from the a Rue, Rue Morgue series, which I think, I've, mm. not, I've still not actually looked this up to confirm it, but I think it's a US horror magazine. Um, yes. So a friend of mine has got a, a, a shop, physical store, and he deals in all manner of collectibles. He sells comics, he sells records, he sells figures, and basically any. And anything and everything he can get his hand on if he thinks he can flip it. And uh, so he, he recently came into a bunch of copies of uh, Rue Morgue magazine. And along with it, it comes uh, the, these four books. So I told him, snapped him. He 
he posts stuff on Facebook and other social media and it immediately gets snapped up. So I was lucky enough to get in first with these. And there's four. One is on, I think it's just famous, I think it's just horror characters horror icons generally mm. so I, I imagine it'll be i've not actually seen them in the flesh yet so I, but i imagine it's going to be like bios and filmographies of the the, the big hitters of horror so freddy krueger mm. michael myers things like that um there's one on horror comics specifically um there's one on horror uh collectibles so i'm guessing it's going to be you know figures and lunch boxes and all the weird and wonderful wacky shit you can get your hands on. Lunch boxes, yeah, like a proper little metal lunch. Yeah. I love one of them, yeah. And I think the fourth one is vaguely horror-related, but kind of going off into more, uh, not real life necessarily, but I think it's on cryptids. I think it's cryptozoology, and it's about Bigfoot and Loch Ness mm. Monster and Mothman and stuff like mm. that. Um, so what, what, I'll be picking those up this weekend. So as soon as I do, I'll be uh, I'll be posting pics and stuff to Twitter and Instagram. Looking um, at the Rue Morgue website, it looks fantastic. I'd never heard of them before. It looks no. like I, 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 the go-to horror nowadays kind of is bloody disgusting. Mm-hmm. This, there's something about it. It, it looks more exciting. <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of a bit more captivating <laughs> the way it's just laid out. Um, this looks great. There you go. Looks- There's another another source yeah. for all your horror needs, apart from us. We're the best one, anyway. We we are. I mean, slapdash, but we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is great. Good shout on this. Um, yeah, but like I say, it was it was completely new to me as well. Um, unfortunately, somebody else managed to snap up the the ten issues of the magazine. He managed mm. to locate, but. I think I've got the the collector's books that they released. I think they're going to be yeah, nice. more interesting. Yeah, I look forward to seeing them. I mean, I, mean, I was I was briefly talking to you about this in Discord uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'd lo- I always loved to would love to have subscribed to Fangoria, but it's be- because the way magazines have you know they don't really exist anymore. Magazines, it's just a thing. I think they're uh, quarterly Fangoria now, mm. and it's like seventy five pound for a subscription. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't really have that for a magazine, you know. <sighs> yeah, they, they they are expensive. The dark side is one that I picked uh, I picked up an issue of just recently. Um, the magazine of the macabre and the fantastic, which I, th- I think is a British publication. Um, dark side magazine. Oh, here yeah. We go. Here we go. Oh yeah, yeah. I see it. Oh damn, that looks good as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was flicking. I was, I was waiting for my girlfriend to finish work in uh, the in the waiting area of of the building she works in, mm. and thumbing through the latest issue. And there's a big, like, four page article on sort of risque horror art. So there was lots of nudity and things, and I was kind of. I think you posted yeah. some of this, didn't you? Yeah, I think yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I remember now. Yeah. So, because again, I'd, n- I'd never picked up an issue of it before. I'd seen it on the shelves previously, and I thought, oh, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm, you know, deeply immersed in horror at the minute. I'll pick that up. Um, and then, yeah, wasn't prepared for th- to be quite so much like boobs and bums <laughs> in there, really. <laughs> Hey, it's a happy accident. It was. Look, it's yeah. firmly stashed under the mattress now with the rest of them. 
under the mattress. But I think I think they do. I think they I think they've released a couple of books as well, some similar mm. sort of things, collectors uh uh editions of, of various things. I think they've got I think they're by genre. There's a slasher one and a ghosts one and things. Yeah. So you know, might be interesting for collectors items. Yeah, that's the like yeah, magazines have moved to digital and you you can read them on your tablet or your Kindle mm. or whatever. It's just not the same. It's, it's really not it's the same. Not, it's not. I mean, I, to say I do read like as much as I do, I've I, I've just I can't I can't like almost morally get on board with the Kindle. Yeah. Like I think I've been offered one for Christmas or whatever like for the last 10 years. Mm. And as as handy as I'm sure they are, and I bet people that have got them swear by them and all the rest of it, I just I can't. You gotta feel do that it. that book, uh, yeah. that magazine. You gotta feel it. I just it. don't. I just don't feel. I don't. It doesn't bother me so much with video games. I'm quite happy mm. to get digital video games and things. Mm. But when it comes to books, if I if I don't actually have a copy of it in my hand, then I mm. don't feel like I own it at all. Agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. I just wish I did read more and had the the mindset to read more um one day one day well i, I said when i'm so moving i'm gonna start this tarantino book and then we'll see how that goes there you go. should be That's moving tomorrow do. oh yes so uh all this will be gone it will be different and we'll have hopefully a nice setup in a few months time when i eventually get around to it <laughs> so with some permissive without the, further ado the point the point of today what is the point of today? Is that you don't even want to talk about it, do you? <laughs> I, I just didn't enjoy. It. I was. I was. Oh, fully, it's. I just didn't enjoy it as now. much oh, as I thought come I would. On. Oh come on! Don't be. Let's not be like that. I didn't. I didn't absolutely hate it, but it wasn't quite the laughable romp I was expecting. I mean, I definitely wasn't expecting a masterpiece. I definitely it's wasn't the, expecting it to be good. It's an ultimate five out of ten. But I thought, oh, really, five? That is generous. Oh, you really? What would you have gone yeah. for? Yeah. What would you have gone I mean, for? three or four, maybe. I can go to a four. I can go to okay. a four. Yeah. We'll, I can, we'll, I can we'll meet, meet you at we'll four. We'll split the difference and we'll go with four. This, the, it's, the film, yeah. it's very, it's not scary. And I, no, I mean, no, that, what we talked slightest. about what scares us now, but I'm try, I was trying to think back to myself, say, if I was watching it, uh, I would have been... 11 or 12 back then, so I wouldn't have been old enough for it. But if I if I had watched it on release, I still don't think I would have been scared. I was trying to picture myself in the cinema. There's no scary moments in this film. No, really. I mean it was it's only a fifty it's only a fifteen. Mm. Um it was only a fifteen rated film when it came out. Yeah. Um I mean, I think loudly de- described this at one point when I was starting to get a bit fidgety and wanted it to be finished. But oh, come on! <laughs> it's like Dawson's Creek, but yeah. some people get killed. Oh, I think it's... Is, yeah. Yeah. It, it, and it is. It's it's definitely... If you take out the murders... And, and to be fair, there's some good kills in it. There are some good kills in it. And there's it's a reasonable body count as well. I think there's about eight people get killed. Oh... Okay. All right. I think I tried to count them off. It's about seven or eight, uh, six or seven, I think. That sounds about right. Yeah, sounds mm. about right. Yeah. So it's a reasonable. There's a reasonable body count. Mm. Um, and some of the kills are quite entertaining. But 
if you take that out, you are just watching an episode of The O.C. or Dawson's Creek or any one of those sort of broody teen drama type things. The thing um, is with that, and the reason we would think that, I think you are older than me, but same sort of maybe era, because it's of that era. It is, but yeah, That's exactly the reason. Yeah. You look at something as well, like I'm actually a fan of Urban Legend. Mm-hmm. That film that that has um, one of the main guys from Dawson's Creek. I think it's it, it might have been Dawson. It's one of the two guys. It might be Dawson or it might be Creek. I'm not really sure. Um, but he's <laughs> in it. Say, isn't it the same director as Urban Legend? Yes, uh, that this... was one thing I actually looked up in look mm. into. What is his name? Something Banks. I had it here. Jamie. Jamie Blanks. Yeah. Blanks. That's it. Yeah. Um, although, yeah, I, have you got the? Are you on the wiki page? No, I just made a note of it because I'm prepared. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, I've got I've got my notes, but I just wanted to look at a certain little little aspect of the. No, film. no, I, I haven't. But, got it I have got the I've got the uh, IMDb page up. One little thing on the wiki page it does say what it says: replaced uh, director was replaced by Jamie Blanks, who did his own filmmaking work for the 1998 horror comedy. Urban legend. What? Well, is weirdly, it? this is described as a horror romance. What, Valentine's Day, I mean. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's got a speed dating scene in it. it, it again, yeah. if, you, if you're not comparing it to the OC or Dawson's Creek or something like that, you take the killings out, it's a romantic, it's got elements of romantic comedy in there. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a speed dating scene outside of a rom-com. Imagine that in Halloween. Uh, <laughs> Laurie goes for a speed just, date. <laughs> it, it's a very odd scene. I guess the only way you can get around that is because it's oh, it's Valentine's Day. Like, I mean, like you say, it a romantic does, it, aspect. Yeah, it does, and and one of the you know one of the things certainly as far as like one of the characters is going is it's trying to she's trying to find love, mm. and it's yeah it, the whole trying to find a romances like like you said like you said at the beginning it leans heavily on the valentine's imagery oh and, god yeah and trying to find love and all this sort of stuff yeah but it does seem very out of place for what is supposed to be a horror movie yeah yeah it's, um, it feels like oh it's of that era like i keep saying of scream was successful over the last few years what can we do you know to jump on this but with bandwagon talked about it the other day. I, I did. The- say, I did say. Yeah, I did say it the other day. And I and I must admit, I avoided quite a lot of films in this period. Mm. I, I saw. I did see Urban Legend. I did see. I know what you did last summer. Mm. And I did randomly see Cherry Falls. Yep. Did you see but the Faculty? No, I'm so aware of a, lo- a lot of the other mm. ones, but yeah, I, I wasn't hugely interested in what horror films mainstream mm. horror films were doing in this uh, this period apart from the soundtracks which were all bangers but we'll talk about that, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Maybe. <laughs> because of it being in the era i mean it's it, it could also be like a boner comedy you've got your jocks you've got your nerds <laughs> yeah. you've got your 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 cheerleader girl your popular girls you've got your bitchy girl you've got all these different um, you do, but I mean, you, 
You had those in the old slashes of the 80s, which I you love. Did, yeah. So I yeah. can't complain that they were doing that. Apart from maybe it's tired, it's very tired formula mm. by the 90s and 2000s. Yeah. But I can't really, you know, be snippy about it with it, the in Valentine when I'm perfectly happy for that to be <laughs> a thing in Friday the 13th. Yeah. And if anything, in Friday the 13th, they are very much stronger caricatures of those archetypes. Oh, big time. Big time. Like, you know, Cabin in the Woods spoofed it, you know, homaged it or spoofed it really, yeah. really quite well with the coffee cup turning into a bong and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it... But, <laughs> but yeah, it's just... It's just dull. It's just, it, he, loved just, it. he loved it. He loved it. Just a, I, I mean, I did enjoy Denise Richards getting drilled in a hot tub. <laughs> hey, now, hey. Oh, see, she, um, she, she's uh, a stunning woman. I will say, stunning. She a crush. She, um, a crush she was. She was big for yeah. a big uh, for a young Tom Junior. She was big crush. Big crush, especially as Christmas Jones in uh, World Is Not Enough as well. Uh, big crush. Um, yeah. I mean, that's fair enough. Uh, it's hard. I mean, unlike Baskin, we had to do the whole f- um, episodes, the, the, basically the plot for mm-hmm. the whole episode. There's not really much to the plot with this film. It's a yeah. kind of a re- it's kind of a revenge film where yeah. you already, in theory, know who the killer is from the beginning. You're set up to believe who that is the killer, but you you don't know who it yeah. is throughout the film it's kind of like a no. murder mystery in a way yeah like so it's so it opens it just it opens with some kids uh you know they're like what oh, you mad young so 10 11 cruel. maybe so cruel <laughs> and it's it's the valentine's school dance and this this little like sort of geeky kid he's he's asking all the girls if they'll dance with him and they're the all horrible first, the first girl i swear i just started laughing was like <laughs> get away from me you loser like, <laughs> yeah. it's what? very american isn't it it's very american they are all so horrible to him but the, it doesn't i can't remember i think it might be denise richard's younger version who that says, casting i'd rather be boiled alive yeah. or something yeah. i'd rather be boiled alive <laughs> i'd rather be boiled alive you, which i thought as far freak. as a snub goes that's quite inventive disgusting little nerd Ugh. yeah that, by the so way that's fantastic casting for her that was oh, brilliant yeah, casting. Yeah. That really looked like her. So it's all very, it's all very mean girls, and this this poor little lad gets rejected by a bunch a bunch of girls, and but does end up making out with one of them. The until, buffalo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, until until she gets caught making out with him, and then basically yeah. accuses him of attacking her. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the bullies that. Find that that are that do find him. They they sort of they don't speak in third person, but they start speaking like they're narrating what's going on. Mm. Uh, she's called Buffalo. He, I, I don't know what they called the little nerdy kid. They were nicknamed for him. Yeah, they do. I can't remember what it was now. Uh, well, they just beat the shit out of him. Apps, it's absolutely horrendous, isn't it? I made a, like they strip him and dunk a <laughs> lot of punch on him, and then yeah. rag him around that. Presumably chaperone dance as well. There's got to be adults in that room somewhere. Evidently not. <laughs> they're, they're running ragged all over the place. 
Yeah, no, I, I did make a note about that specifically, that the bullying is absolutely it's, brutal. It's um, awful. And that's and that's pretty much the setup, isn't it? And then it fast forwards to however many years later. Yeah. And I can never I couldn't work out how old they were supposed to be. Uh it says uh nineteen eighty eight and then it's fast forward uh, and it's set present day two thousand and one. Yeah, probably two thousand, two thousand and one, yeah. Yeah, yeah nineteen eighty eight, Valentine's Day dance. Uh, 13 years later, 2001 at UCLA. It, the intro really reminded me, I don't know if you've ever seen Terror Train um, with Jamie Lee oh. Curtis. Uh, very very similar. Um, high school kids bully this this nerd. They really, really torture him. Fast forward later on to a a school trip on this, this train that has David Copperfield in, in as, a, as a plane himself. Oh, right. <laughs> and then there's a masked killer going... I think I've heard of this, actually. It's a classic 80s slasher, and there's a masked killer going around killing everyone, and it ends up being him, obviously. Yeah. It's very very similar sort of premise, I mean, but... Bully revenge story, I think, yeah. has been done a few times in various genres. It's uh, Yeah, I don't think it's it's not a, a unique idea at all. But um, the thing thing with this killer, you you obviously led to believe it's, it's the kid from the beginning. The kid that is bullied yeah. and beaten up, taking revenge. But because... You see the killer, you're, and and they keep stating it's um, the kid's name's Jeremy Jeremy Mil- Melton. Jeremy Melton, yeah. You're not actually sure who is Jeremy Melton in the in the film, so it could be anyone. Unlike, mm. for instance, Michael Myers or Jason, you're given backstory, so you you know that's Michael, that's Jason. This it's uh, it leaves it a bit more up in the air as to okay, who is actually underneath that mask. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple of other JM characters floating around, isn't there? There's that ridiculously sleazy guy who talks in, in yeah. the third person. In By the, the way, I'm not defending this film. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> in, in the in the date in the date scene that that follows the intro, who disappears throughout the film? Yeah, never. Sh- he shows up once once again, and that's it. But they he's he's. He's on a date with the first person to yeah. get killed, isn't he? So he's he's a suspect. I feel like the the who done it isn't as forceful as they wanted it to be. Mm. Like because they have that guy that's like, mm. oh, he's JM. He's got the same initials because the, the 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 other victims end up getting Valentine's yeah. cards signed JM. So and it's not until about halfway through that they kind of remember this. Jeremy, or maybe not halfway, but it's not until a little bit later on that they remember yeah. the the Jeremy Melton kid. Um, so the, there's this, yeah, there's another guy with the initials JM. But like you say, he does just disappear and he's forgotten about. Even though he is mentioned as being a suspect, he never appears again. No, he's, he's shown once more um, in the film at the pretentious art exhibition. Mm-hmm. For some reason he's there. I yeah, mean, he, he just, obviously went. It's a small one, town. Yeah, uh, <laughs> small town, uh, and they're at UCLA, which is <laughs> LA. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's there. Obviously, the only reason re- link he's got was that he went on one date with their friend who got killed. Uh, which I want to talk about her death because it's so dumb. Um, and then he disappears throughout the whole film. You never see him again. He's never talked about again. Mm. He's he's probably one of the strangest characters in the film. Other than Kate's um, uh, apartment mate who lives down the hall. 
Oh, rhymes. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he rhymes. I my head off when the door opened. And he, Gary. Is he called Gary? He, Gary, and he rhymes everything. Think, and it, and yeah. like sniffer undies. Yeah, he's a strange one. <laughs> um, yeah, it, so the girls. Uh, fr- friends. Oh, sorry. The Buffalo, I mentioned earlier, uh, Dorothy. It's her and her friends grown up, and they start getting picked off one by one, basically. And then it's who's doing it, who's doing it. It's Jeremy Melton. Who's Jeremy Melton? Yeah, that's that's pretty much. And Dawson's Creek, love interest, blah blah blah, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I wait. You just mentioned about how uh, where they find out later on in the film about this Jeremy Melton, and mm-hmm. when the girls find out, I think it's like they're all sat down with the cop. And they start describing him. I wrote this quote down. I think it's I think it's Paige, as in Denise Richards. She says it. She says, Buck teeth? Oh, nerd? God, we were so horrible to him. I'm like, no shit. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Look what happened to him. <laughs> oh, but what about that part? Speaking of the police officer. Oh, he's a all, creep. Getting all handsy <laughs> in the middle of the police station. Oh, like, oh God. Straight just, on her thigh. Very, just, yeah. She was asking for it. I mean, there, there's a couple, there are, again, uh, talking about it being of its time, there are a couple of points in this film where yeah. it's like it just, that just would not, mm. just not happen today. It just would not fly today. No. Um, and the way that even, I mean, even the way that the female characters, like Paige, just casually br- brushes off the fact that a police officer sexually assaults her. Yep. in the interview room it's she's just and she's just like oh can you believe it like not a like this is horrendous moment but just like a, the nerve of that guy kind of thing it's yeah it's a bit cringy yeah in his office that is surrounded by windows <laughs> yeah 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 it's almost a bullpen kind of set up And, so, yeah. yeah, we we have yeah. So the girls are Kate, Paige, Dorothy, and oh, I'm missing the fourth one who gets the arrow. Um, Lily, Lily, yeah. Kate, I forgot was actually played by Mary Shelton, who I really like in um, Planet Terror, and she's also oh, she's in another film I remembered. I can't remember now. My there were a couple that I was apart from apart from uh, Denise Richards. Mm. There were a couple of the the ladies that I was I was like trying to remember where I recognised them from all the way through. And Jessica Corfiel, is it Lily um, has a random bit part in Road Trip. Love me some road trip. Which is where I recognised <laughs> her from. And I was sat there going, why do I recognise her? Why do I recognise her? So I, I, I had a quick Google. And it's, right, the bit in road trip, when they go to the other, um, no, it's when his, I can't remember the character's name, but yeah, yeah, when his, the girl he's hooking up with goes to the other university to basically say, I've been hooking up with your boyfriend yeah. while we've been at uni. And she comes out and she's got curly hair and she's like chewing gum and like yep. twizzling hair. And she smashes up her boyfriend's and it's she realizes it's a mistake yes. and I didn't say. And she smashes up the boyfriend's car with a baseball bat. That is uh, Jessica. 
Once again, of the era, like so, it's such a tiny little part in in Road Trip. I do I love like, me some boner her. comedies. I <laughs> love me some boner comedies from the early two thousands. They, I mean, there there was actually completely off topic. There was a Vice article a couple of days ago with uh, Zoomers Generation Z reviewing mm. uh, these films, and they do not fly well for that generation. No, I bet they don't. Um, fair enough. They're very dated, but um, they're. Not, not even guilty pleasures for me. That's what I grew up with. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up with it. Not as this well. film, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, I mean, I, I must admit, the char- I found a lot of the characters forgettable. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't really know what, who was called what and yeah. what they did. And it, it was difficult to, to, to pick them apart, really. They were just there until they got killed, which I guess is a fairly standard for a slasher film. Yeah, um, they tried the sort of sub stories of Adam and Kate, uh, Adam being David Boreanis, Angel. Um, they're his drinking problem. Uh, you've got the sub story of uh, Kimball or Campbell. I think it was Campbell. 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 Yeah. Um, who the buff? I'm going to keep. She's the name's. Dorothy, but I can call her the Buffalo. I prefer that name. Her and the Buffalo. Him and the Buffalo. She didn't. <laughs> Which is kind of the point. But go well, on. It's, yeah, it's kind of the point. Well, uh, I Buffy. I sure it's a Buffy. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, her and Campbell. They've only known each other a month. Uh, there's a little sub story of he's living with her, but kind of scamming her. Yeah, they're not really. And they, all, and they also suggest that he might be the the killer as well because yeah. it's, it's this short. She's only known him a short amount of time. There's not um, really much of a, other stories going on um, other than that. Uh, no, I mean the dating. The dating service is, isn't. It's not really set Pit. up for it's set, set up for anything. Maybe other than the the guy from the um, speed dating turning up later on in the third act to meet up with Paige. To be waxed by a page. That guy was weird looking. Really weird. Like he looked like the Green Goblin face on. His (laughs) his eyebrows were appeared. This he was a strange looking dude. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean Page is set up to be this the the promiscuous one. Um it's very it's very heavily implied, if not just screamed from the rooftops that yeah she may as well just have it on her shirt yeah (laughs) um that she's up up for a good time or dtf as as they say (laughs) she is dtf well done um unashamedly and you know fair play but yeah that's basically her character like one dimension she yeah she is portrayed like that but with the scene in question with the guy from the speed dating who turns up, she doesn't. She does. In in fairness, in fairness, she, she does. Yeah, she, she does. doesn't just give in to this big man. Here's my no. penis. Appreciate my penis. Who essentially that <laughs> might as well be what he says because that's basically yeah. what he does. Let's go upstairs. He pulls down his kex and goes, "Well, crack on then." And yeah, what, to, and to be, about and it, to be eh? fair, look at it. Look at it. Go on. Just, what's going on? I don't see the problem here. But there is a point where you think, oh, okay, yeah, this is her character. She's just going to, they're going to cut. She's just going to go along with it. Mm-hmm. No, she's actually, and to be fair, she strong. Know. No, yeah. she, 
very much hold her own, maybe, a, I want to say a bit too far, because... Because she assaults is, him. Is her assault worse than his assault? Or her I mean... <laughs> Uh, I mean, we. I don't know. You're getting into sort of murky waters here because it's it's like, are we, are we taking it? Are, are we taking it that she cons she consented to going upstairs mm. with him? And how much of that is they were going to do something? I Does mean, that need it, to result in yeah Johnson being having hot wax poured on it? I mean, he gets, he gets, his, no, not at all. I mean, he gets his wang out. At no point does she tell him not to get his wang out. But she is. No, I'm not condoning that. Yeah. No, no. But she is very much affronted by the fact. Mm. But it's his attitude, isn't it? He's basically oh, gone yes. right. You know, yes. We're here. So, in, in that regard, I don't think her response is appropriate. Yeah. Like I'd say, that is, you know, a, a physical assault over him just being a bit pushy. Is that the right way? I don't know if that's the right way to say it, really. But oh, he he's way too full on, full full on. I mean, he's he's, oh, yeah. he's past the point of being full on. He's mm -hmm. like that. That is sexual harassment. That's full on sexual harassment. Yeah. He's doing even if she did need to consent to go up to the stair, up the stairs, into the room, and get on with whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a bit um, a bit too much confidence, shall we say, <laughs> to just yeah. Go, yeah get on with it, would you? Yeah, crack on. Uh, but how? I mean, I was expecting at the time to the bed and then just like leave him, you know, like yeah. take his pants, leave him yeah. in like a compromising not? position, not like wah, wah. burn him. Yeah. <laughs> like and she poured a lot on him. Yeah. Uh, and he, oh god, just. Oh, I, I felt that one. I really felt that so one. So certainly, was, um, certainly not condoning his behaviour, but also maybe that was a little... He'll never extreme. do it again. <laughs> he'll never true. do it again. He's learned that his lesson. true. Um, yeah. Uh, that, we, so we went quite far into... Uh, we got the deaths. So that, that was one of the last... One of the few last deaths of the film. Mm -hmm. uh, the deaths I mean, aren't the that creative, really. Even. Not hugely, not hugely. I think the poss it's possibly Page's death that is yeah. the most creative, but almost like he gets bored of it. Mm. So, so she yeah. gets she yeah. gets trapped in. He traps her in the um, what you call it? Jacuzzi. He traps her in the jacuzzi, and then and I. <laughs> Because apparently I'm an idiot and just wasn't thinking about it at all. Went, oh, she's going to get boiled alive in a jacuzzi. And I was like, no, because I'm pretty sure jacuzzis can't go that hot. I think they're meant to, to do, do that. that. <laughs> That's a very big technical fault, that would be. <laughs> yeah. Just, but for a split second, I just thought, yeah, this is what's going to happen. And not then I was quite surprised. Kills, not all those kills could be like Final Destination where they get yeah. burnt alive in the. When, when this drill came out, so yeah, my lack of technical expertise on hot tubs aside, when this drill came out, I was like, oh, actually, no, this is, this makes more sense, Yeah, I suppose. But then, like, once the drilling sort of stops, he nicks her with it, and then just kind of thinks, ah, oh, fuck it, and throws it into the water, and she gets electrocuted. She's kind of bailed out. They're but, with um, but yeah, they they don't they're not very. I mean, somebody gets killed with arrows, which I suppose is mm. the most cupid themed, um, the, you know, on on message death. Yeah, 
Um, we've got an axe killing. We've got... Is it somebody gets the throat slit? That's the first death, yeah. The first uh, which, one. So, yeah, that first death is of, um, I believe her name is Shelley, I wrote down, uh, who goes out for the, the date with the creepy guy Jason at the beginning. And mm-hmm. I, I wrote down that... So she's a med student, but fine to be just left alone at night with a cadaver. Fine. Also, how big of a trope, cliche trope is that? Yeah. We're doing a nighttime autopsy on your own. Oh, that always happens. Can't like, move for you can't move for nighttime autopsies. Ever do an autopsy during the day? Ever? Yeah, Are they the, all scheduled for like the middle of the night when everybody oh, else yeah, has gone off? No, I don't think. I think it's uh, she's a med student. Yeah, just. We'll we'll leave the uh, the rooms open if you just want to come and practice. You know, there's a few cadavers. Just <laughs> yeah. just go in, start just cutting pick up. whichever one you want, yeah, and just yeah, start cutting fine. it up. Yeah, um, yeah, that's definitely fine. how universities operate. Yeah, just fine. Just they're just they're just <laughs> la- they're just laying there. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as far as that trope, there's also the trope with it of there's a spooky sound. I'm gonna go investigate. Yeah. Nope. I come back. Which, oh, the body moves. The body is different. Yeah, which which turned out to be somebody else just randomly. Yeah, yeah and and uh, I mean, one thing I found with the 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 death scenes, with the kill scenes in mm. this film, is the the stalk. They just dragged on a little bit too long, like the stalking. Yeah, I I you know what? I did think that, but then I also thought otherwise for Paige's death, the one we were just talking about, was, in the hot tub, because yeah. there's no. Um, there's no fake outs of hers. No. There's no, uh, I don't know, because she's outside, but there's no quiet. Oh, a cat jumps out of me. Mm. Oh, you scared me. And then there, there's nothing. He just grabs her. That's it. Yeah. But all the rest of them, there's so much like running about and yeah. chasing. Mm. And it was like, and, and like I say, if there's, if there's what's, and it was like five, like over five minutes. Well, maybe not over five minutes, but five minutes is a long time on film. And mm. five minutes per kill and you've, you've got there must have been at least half an hour of this film that is just people being chased around yeah and when the payoff kills aren't actually that interesting it was just a bit just like get on with it just hurry it along a little bit i think shelly's one did annoy me the most because because of the fact she's in uh med school you know, you've got the autopsy room you've got a room with cadavers in body bags on trolleys which is where she ends up. She decides to hide inside a body bag. Where <laughs> Instead of just getting out of the building. <laughs> it, basically, the killer has then got free reign to have a look and do whatever he wants, which he does. He just stabs every bag. And it's when he finds the one with her in, it's like she screams. It, it's, her scream kind of makes me feel like, how did he find me? How, how did he know? Like, there's nothing else in this room. <laughs> it was an awful. <laughs> it's awful idea. Um, and the other death. Uh, oh, who was it? I think it was Ru- Rufy um, Campbell's ex. Uh, she was only in it a couple of scenes. Oh. She gets her head impaled. Uh, she gets thrown through a big shower screen, glass shower. Oh screen. yes, and then I forgot about it's that one. the 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 really coincidental precisely positioned broken bit of glass on the floor nice little yeah. pointy bit just perfectly placed right there that didn't break everything else broke but apart from that nice little pointy bit and she got her head pushed through it that went on for ages because she was hiding in the sauna yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten about that one, to be honest. That's fine. That's okay. That's <laughs> fine if you did. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I don't know. The, like I say, the killings weren't all that inventive. I mean, I didn't think the killer's look was particularly exciting. No. Um, oh, I you have know, some notes on him as well, because... Black, black all black clothing mm. and... A cupid mask and the only thing that was vaguely interesting was like the nosebleed yeah thing very that yeah apart from the end the reveal has no explanation or has no point other than to be a bit of a this is the killer's gimmick kind of thing just to make purely just to add some interest i think to the yeah. to a otherwise pretty uninspiring killer yeah, so like at the beginning, we're obviously seeing Jeremy Melton, the kid. Um, before he gets beaten up, he has a nosebleed, and that's mm. that's the that's what happens. With oh, the right. I, don't okay, I every... guess I missed that. Did you not catch that? No, oh, I man. think I missed that point. <laughs> that's how you instantly know that it's him because as, it's after oh, the yeah, first yeah. kill, after Shelley gets killed. Man, you gotta pay attention to these classics. I mean, is that so, not come gonna, on now? And, come and on. Knowing that fact, wouldn't having noticed that would not have changed my opinion. You wouldn't have been like, <laughs> "Oh, so it was him." It was clearly it was him anyway, because he got turned down by all the victims and then got yeah. twatted. But it's, it's clearly yeah. But he was a bucktooth nerd. He deserved it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he grew, he grew up to be a sexy vampire. Uh, well, I'm going to get onto that in a second. Um, oh, okay. So the nosebleed, like, yeah, you instantly know it's him. But the thing is, the mask, I, I didn't mind the mask because it was a whole head mask, which we don't normally get. Mm. It was a whole head mask. But for the nosebleed to really to come out of the nose and then come down the mask, that Very mask would have had to have been so face fit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Rather than just hanging off his foot to, to be able to trick yeah. And <laughs> the thing is, as well with the killer, it, spoiler, it's Angel. Um, Angel <laughs> <laughs> David Boreanaz. It is anyway. It, it, yeah. <laughs> you could t I mean, like I said, I ne I'd, not, I'd not seen this before. It was my first watch. You knew it was him because mm. he's not in it. He's, he's no. barely in it. He's so not. it's like it has to be him because. It, what what's he in the film for otherwise he only has about th three minutes of screen time up until the end yeah apparently uh he uh what did they read he took he did like his all his shoots in like two weeks yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, two weeks to do all these shoots <laughs> thing is with him being the killer <coughs> i'm still just ending my cold um when you do see the killer in question for the most part you see the whole body mm -hmm. The killer isn't as tall or as big as they. David Boreanaz is a big guy. He's very yeah. tall. He's very big. When you see the killer, the killer is not the same, same body. I suspect. I don't know, but I suspect that was to try and throw. Oh, of course. You are. It must be because if you did, because he is the only big guy in it. I'm. I'm sure. I read. I'm trying to. I'll try and find where it is. It's probably probably a note on the IMDb page. But I'm sure there's a note somewhere that talks about um the direct Apparently there's a lot a lot of the violent scenes were trimmed down. So there's a Really? 
there's a more violent cut of the film out there somewhere, but it's and it's you didn't been, buy the director's cut. It's that it's, it's it doesn't exist. It's in that salt mine. Like, the the fans want the they, director's they cut to be released. I like, want what, it. Who? It's who in that salt mine. It's in that salt mine with uh, Event Horizon, <laughs> <laughs> just deteriorating. Um, but yeah, I think I think there is a note somewhere about the um, the the director's tricks to to throw red herrings in there, and I was like, it's the, the where they must be buried on the cutting room floor as well because <laughs> it, it's very obvious who it is. The only the only thing I can think of in the film that tries to throw you off uh, it being uh, Boreanis is right at the end. Where Killer jumps out uh, with Kate and they tumble down the stairs. And then mm-hmm. Angel. Oh, no. Um, does Angel shoot shoot the killer? I keep calling him yeah. Angel. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's Adam. They, it's Angel. They, they, Angel. Yeah, no. Um, it's Angel. They, they're led down. The killer sits up in like the typical sort of yeah. Michael Myers esque, um, rigid, and then yeah. immediately gets shot a few times. And it's revealed that Angel is, is, is packing. Um, and or did, oh, he picked up um, he picked up the gun that Kate got from yeah, the, uh, yeah. the gun the gun room and she didn't cock it. She also puts the magazine in the wrong <laughs> way, <laughs> but which I, like, I kind of like. I like detail, it. but yeah, you don't instantly know how to use a gun. There's no bullet in the chamber. Mean. Well, she didn't cock it. She, she, Angel did clearly, but yeah, he did. But the thing, <laughs> the other thing I was going to mention with that is that obviously that leads you to believe Dot is the killer. Right. Yeah. So did did Angel forcefully put the black outfit on her and then the mask on her and then because the the killer sort of just oh well, sort of lunged at uh, Kate and then they fell down the stairs. There wasn't really much of a tussle up on the stairs. Yeah, I mean he sort of <sighs> he explains it, doesn't he? Like because they 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 hug in and before the reveal that his nose is bleeding, he's. Mm. He's because she says I think she says something like why why would she do that mm. and he goes on this really long monologue about oh some people I can't remember what it was now but it's some people want to love so much so badly that they do and it's and it it's just like nonsense what he says but immediately you go well you clearly are the killer because you know so much about how this feels but yeah I don't know like why. It's just not explained. I think it's just a really like shoehorned in attempt at the last minute for another twist. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's try and get something in there. Um, I'll tell you one thing, folks. This film, if it doesn't succeed in being a great horror film, it does succeed in showing you. Do you know what, <laughs> kids? I'm sure loads of children are listening to this podcast. I don't know why they would. Um, if you're a buck tooth nerd at school. You can grow up to be as gorgeous as David Boreanis. If you just try a little hard, you can be a six foot two jacked up early two thousands gorgeous actor. <laughs> heartthrob. Yeah, you Goth can girl be girl heartthrob. With a bl- nosebleed problem. Yeah. Um I mean you can get that's just a bit of anemia. You can get medicine yeah. for that. I have one more. What's one more more note on the killer? I got a few more, loads more. I actually took more notes than I thought there would with this, but one more with the killer. The one shot I loved of the killer was 
I think it was Rufy. When she was exploring the house, she'd just gone upstairs. She's coming down the stairs. Suddenly, the basement door opens, and there's the killer dragging, <laughs> just the, dragging the, <laughs> the maid. And I'm like, I love that. You never get to see the killer doing the work. Like, no, you don't. It's no. like in the middle of it, doing doing its work. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! I, I, oh shit! I've got to kill her now. <laughs> I did like. I like that bit as well, yeah. but it felt like it just suddenly turned into scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it felt like that. But also I it, it's it had that oh who are you supposed to be? Yeah. Like that other kind of trope that somebody's being sassy with the killer not realizing it's a killer kind of a, a thing. So yeah, it was it it was funny, but it did just seem <laughs> really not not out of place but all of a sudden it was like this is scary movie now. We've, yeah. We've, we've got oh, Mr. Killer, I'm silly. about to, I'm going to have to yeah. run around in a circle screaming, help me. <laughs> yeah, that. Love scary movie. Oh. Um, yeah, as a, as a whole, the, the killer, it's not up there with your classics, is it? It's it's really... Pretty forgettable, but again, I think it's just of its time. It's just that a lot of, I feel like there were a lot of films like this that came out in the noughties mm. that I were mean, just... You compare it to some of the ones we mentioned, Urban Legend and I Know What You Did. Those killers, are they visually are even worse, I think. I mean, Urban I Legends know... is what, a snorkel parker? <laughs> With an axe, yeah. It's yeah. just a massive parker. The big, that, like apparently... Kenny from South Park. Yeah. That darkens your with, face. With, with an axe. It's, it's ridiculous. And I know what you did is uh, the big raincoat, big anorak. That's, yeah, the, like the, it's, the fish. There's not much to it. No, no. I mean, I guess that's kind of got links to like the old sort of, well, urban legend stories, hook for a hand kind of killer. I think that's probably um, more like the burning, I would have thought that. Mm, have you ever seen the burning? Um, yeah, Isabel. It's big, big. Uh, although he had uh, secretaires. His, but there his, must uh, be. I'm just trying to think what the killer in Cherry Falls looked like now. I don't think more of that time. I mean, obviously, Scream. Scream was '96, '98, and 2000, and that was mm -hmm. Ghostface. I know. What you I mean, did. Ghostface was pretty iconic. Well, incredibly yeah. iconic. Yeah, definitely. But that's the you know, that's the one that sparked this new wave of. Mm. of slashers wasn't it that's yeah yeah it's it's a lot more uh the the, vi the visual of just ghostface forget that he's all black it's that design of the mask yeah the valentine the valentine's one it's it's just cupid it's just a, it's just the cupid mask yeah really. there's, there's nothing really to it um i gotta be honest uh i quite like the poster and you've got half the poster on your DVD cover with the mask. Yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, of the of the of that time, there wasn't really. I, I, I'm genuinely trying to think nowadays. To be fair, modern times of an iconics slasher like the look. I mean, a new a new killer. Yeah, Art the clowns probably gonna be yeah remembered. Completely. Completely. I think I before think. that, people probably went Pennywise, but Pennywise isn't a, pardon me, isn't a slasher. No, um, but but is no, but is an iconic horror character, but yeah. also 
Well, I don't, yeah, probably. New new Pennywise is probably a lot more out there than old Pennywise. Mm. Yeah. Which is a shame, because old Pennywise was Tim Curry. In fact, Tim Curry does his gold. But, yeah, um, for for a new generation or whatever of horror fans, new Pennywise is, is very iconic. Yeah. But and there, and we haven't had really any big slashes that haven't been old old characters with new new films legacy. No, characters, you want to call them? No, like, um, did we talk about this not long ago? We talked about how like Billy uh, and Saw was the like, an iconic character. Billy, I I don't think we did, but it might have been me and T then. Yeah. I think, oh, but sorry, yeah, talking off, yeah, off if you're talking <laughs> modern modern horror films of the last ten twenty years, yeah. iconic characters coming out of them that are new would be Billy the Puppet from Saw is probably the the big one. Maybe. I wish the um, the collector got more popular. I love the collector and the collection. Oh, I don't know the collector. Oh, you don't know the co- the collector and the collection. I don't think so great pair of um, films. Uh, Sorry, folks, we're completely off topic here, but we're still on <laughs> horror, so it doesn't matter. We'll just talk about horror. The collector we're going to get and the... back to Valentine in a minute because I want to talk about the soundtrack. Uh, oh, yeah. no, 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 I do, I do, I do know it. I've not seen I've... it, but I, the sack heads, yes, button eyes reminds me a lot of um, the killer in oh, what's it called, the Clive Barker film um, that's not Hellraiser. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! It's about, a bunch of, it's about a bunch of monsters that live under a cemetery. Dark Nightbreed. Nightbreed. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I, that's actually been on my backlog for a long time. I never. Oh, saw Nightbreed that. is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely watch Nightbreed. But there, there's a killer in that mm. um, who wears a, a mask, like a sackcloth mask with buttons for eyes. Oh, okay. That's pretty. That's pretty creepy, and yeah, it reminds me, it reminds me of this. But no, the I've col- not seen this, so I'll have to the check it out. Collection, the second one, uh, has one of my favourite intros to a film, horror film. Um, think impactfulness like uh, Ghost Ship had. If you ever saw Ghost Ship, <laughs> the intro to Ghost Ship. Uh, I don't think so. It's just an incredibly violent intro to a horror right, film. It's, right. it's fantastic. Uh, but they're, they're a great, great pair of films. Uh, highly recommend them to everyone. Um, oh, great I'll fun. Check them out. But yeah, I'm trying to I'm just trying to think of other, like I say, other iconic ca- horror characters, and uh, we haven't had any new ones on the block for a while. Not it's since, quite hard. Not so. Like I say Billy the Puppet, and I think Art. I hope Art Art takes in off. Town. I really a hope new, Art takes off. New Pennywise probably as well. I think it's those mm. three. I don't think. But then again, no. the big the big horror films, certainly in more recent years, haven't had haven't been those sorts of films. Like I'm thinking of things like Get Out and mm. uh, I want to say smart, smarter like horrors. There are lots, yeah, I'd say smarter horrors rather than your, your classic the slashes. Wow, we're really going into something here. Slashes. <laughs> don't really exist except from your franchise slashes, which seem to be making a comeback, especially with the next, I know what you did last summer. Uh, you scream, your Halloween's, there'll probably be another Friday the 13th soon. The it, new it's attempt att- it, Texas chainsaw. It's attempts to reboot old franchises. Though, yeah. isn't it? It's nobody's doing a new one. Um, yeah. I mean, 
Terrifier. <laughs> is is ter- well, Terrifier is the newest, newest one, and before that, it's probably Scream that took off. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that, that really hit it big. Yeah, I mean, that, that took off, and you know, people will put Ghostface up there on the you know Mount Rushmore horror characters, and he's on T-shirts with all the other mm. heavy hitters of the horror world. But yeah, it's in the wash at the moment. The cherub, the cherub faced. <laughs> Killer from Valentine isn't on any t-shirts, Tom. <laughs> He's not wearing his t-shirts, Tom. Right, I'm looking for a Valentine t-shirt now. <laughs> you found the one t-shirt. If you found one, I promise. I'll oh, there it is. If you found one, <laughs> or is it? It could just be a shirt with the poster printed on it. I mean, that's that's probably. Oh, yeah, I think it is. But hey, eight ninety nine. Denise Richards is is the focus of it though. So if I I don't mind buying a Denise Richards shirt. Oh, hang on. That was uh hang on, let me get rid of that. I'm just sending it to you now. That was a completely uh, copy. This is oh, why can't I show it to you? This is really important. Save image. Anyway, Boom. we should probably talk a little bit more about Valentine. What? What are you talking about? What? There I'm you just go, keeping the things rolling while you while you're looking. You want to buy that shirt? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, I probably would wear it. It's, nice. <laughs> it's uh, it's not bad. It's not. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. not bad but yeah uh film in question today uh valentine uh not sure if you've heard of it folks uh pretty pretty damn fine uh early 2000s slasher film you might well, want to talking check about <laughs> it being an early 2000s uh-huh. i've mentioned a few times uh-huh. of it being very of its time there's a couple of points and it, we are we are going to move on to the soundtrack but yes we are you let go, first go of all it. first of all first oh, yeah. of all i just oh, yeah. wanted to mention I was fully expecting somebody in this film to have a soul patch and nobody did. And I was a little bit disappointed. I felt like yes. Yes. The, the creepy green goblin guy that gets waxed should have had a soul patch. That's just a little thing for me. I wanted okay. to see a soul patch. The other thing is there's a, there's a line and it might, it might've been him that said it. I can't remember. Somebody. Oh no, 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 no. It's, um, I think it's the artist friend says to somebody, I forget who it may have been Paige. He says to her, you're really at home in that outfit, aren't you? As like a cheesy pickle line. And I thought, did anybody talk like that in the early 2000s? Like that was, that that was on the dance floor. I think when he turns up at home in that outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Really at home in that outfit. You're really at home in that outfit. That's, like, I mean, that's not. That's the people don't say things like that. That's Never weak. Have done. That's weak. Yeah. But it's funny that they were on the dance floor because that brings us on to the music, Tom. <laughs> Quite nicely. Uh, speaking of the music, now we you obviously found out the playlist for this a few episodes. I back. did. Mm-hmm. I w- I hadn't seen this film for a whole year, and once you you know, we were going to watch it again. And you mentioned the playlist, and I was like, right, I'm looking forward to rewatching this weirdly and i'm looking forward to hearing this playlist it's not that much of it no i only heard two tracks definitely um there was marilyn manson's valentine's day yep i think that's i think that was in the art 
exhibition scene. Yes, along with Deftones. Oh, okay, Deftones. That was, was there, there as, well. as well. Yeah, and because I must, I must say, looking at it, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of new metal stuff: Rob Zombie, Disturbed, Static X, Linkin Park, Deftones, Marilyn Manson, a couple of other. That's my ones. jam. I've heard, jam. I've heard of every single band, yeah. but I can't say for certain I know all the tracks. Um, apart from Rob Zombie's Super Beast. Um, Sorry, and the, the Disturbed track came on during one of the the party scenes. Yeah. That house, by the way, was ridiculous. It's mad. it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely ludicrous castle of a building. It's got a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, every time it came on screen, I was like, that house is just ludicrous. Um, but yeah, but... Yes, the soundtrack is pure new metal bangers. But as my, well, I watched this with my, my girlfriend, and mm. she rightly pointed out, nobody in these films is listening to the kind of music that's on these soundtracks. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. There is no way on it. There wasn't a single grungy, grebo, chain, wallet chain, slipknot hoodie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hot I'm glad you said wallet chain. Them. At I all. Wallet chain. I had a wallet chain. I had I several wallet, chain. wallet yeah. chains. I loved my wallet chain. In fact, I still do use Just a wear a black sweatband as well a few times. Keys. <laughs> but there's no way that any no. of the actual kids listening to Linkin Park and Static X and Disturbed were anywhere near this film, and the characters in there are not representative of the people. Would would make fun of and beat up the kids that listen to that music that's on the soundtrack for all of these films. Maybe <laughs> Creepy Gary? Wolverine? Maybe. Oh, Maybe. Creepy Gary, definitely. Maybe. But definitely. Even the fact it was the music playing at the party, mm -hmm. and they're, they're like, they're having a great time dancing to it. You don't fucking listen to this. Come no, on. There's no way. No way on earth that they'd actually be listening to that. Oh, stuff. you, you look, you look so at home. Because you look so at home with this music. <laughs> because it was it was a big scene at the time, but they were not seeing kids in any way, shape, or form. Mate, scene at the um, time. I, I'm keeping it. I've been keeping it real for the last 20 years with that scene. <laughs> I, am new, I am new metal through and through, as you can see, folks. Here we go. Yeah, that is an excellent T-shirt. That is an excellent T-shirt. Best band ever. Have you heard what? the, the latest album? No, no, I'm not yeah. arguing. Yeah, uh, still sucks. Well, yeah, the one that came out last year. Yeah, but yeah. They just released today the video for Out of Style from that um, oh, nice. album. Uh, it's them performing, but they've all got deep fakes on their, f their faces. So Fred is Putin. Oh, really? It's, it's fucking wild. There's Putin. There's Biden. I think there's um, Chi, the, the, the Winnie the Pooh, the Chinese president, um, and a few others. But they're all deep faked. It's weird. <clears throat> but that album's awesome. I love that album. It's great. I've seen them in April. Oh, nice. I'm allowed to talk about this because it's a new metal film. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Oh god, yeah. I'm just looking at that. Are you looking at it now? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like. Fredos looks ill. He looks really ill. It's really weird. Oh, yeah. No, that's creepy. That's horror. That's scarier than this film. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, but as we, we did mention, or well, we certainly talked about previously, a lot of films of this era had that new metal oh, yeah. soundtrack. Oh, and yeah. um, I do, I do want to. I do want to watch more films. Like I said, I ignored them at the time. But if I know I can get a little pole chamber fix or something like that, I'm going to oh, go yes. back and, oh, some <laughs> dope. Go back and Maybe get some something. dope up in there. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so a little bit of mud vein. Oh, mud vein. Or, or mushroom just, head. A bit of mushroom, mushroom head up head, in there. Indeed. I mean, we did say um, uh, Godsmack's top song was the theme tune to the Scorpion King. It's yes. quite horror, but... <laughs> yes. Uh, well, it, have you seen it? I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's better than um, The Mummy, he, how he looks in The it, Mummy 2. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Joe, you know actually, is. looking at this, this this soundtrack, I think Deftone, the Deftone song, I don't actually, I didn't know the song, I know Deftones, obviously, but the song fitted quite well with the pretentious art exhibition, I think. Mm-hmm. Just because of like the way Chino sings and the way some of their songs are laid out, it just kind of fitted actually. I mean, nothing, nothing stuck out as being out of place. No. Um, like I said, I just I didn't necessarily pick it out. It didn't stand out at all in some no. some regards. It was only disturbed and Marilyn Manson that I picked up on at the time, um, and that's because well. Disturbed a very, I've got a very, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Distinctive. Yeah, he's got a very distinctive voice. A lot of the time, as well with soundtracks, some of the songs uh, that are sprinkled throughout the film can have context to what's going on in the scene. Shall mm-hmm. we say? So a scene ends, and then the audio picks up, and the song comes to its like crescendo, and then we go to the next scene. Uh, I don't think anything. Like I said, I felt the Deftones song fitted quite well with the pretentious art exhibition. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Everything else was kind of just there. Um, where was... Uh, because Hybrid Theory is probably my favourite album of all time. To me, that is a 10 out of 10 album. Yeah, where was the... Pushing, me, aw- Pushing me Away was on there. I I oh, don't yeah. remember... I mean, I didn't watch all the credits, so maybe it was put in the credits, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember that being in it. I'm not sure. I did find another listing for it, early, another listing for the soundtrack earlier, and it mm. did. It might be on the Wikipedia page for it, and it does say there's one or two tracks that didn't feature in the film but were on the soundtrack oh, that you could no buy. Way. So it, it <laughs> could have been one of those. Oh, let's see if that's available. <laughs> let's get the collection. Does it come with a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Valentine, O S T. I mean, it's on. It's on Spotify. Is it? Oh, I can't find it. Oh no, there it is. Audio CD. Valentine music from the motion picture. I could get the CD for three pound thirty-five. It's very exciting. I mean, uh, that is good. That is good. I'm I'm on uh, American Amazon at the minute, and you can buy it. Um, frequently bought together with the Queen of the Damned soundtrack. That's a cracking film. Which is, uh, yeah, I mean... And Static X is on that. Static X, Papa Roach, Deftones, Disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> is it... Did they do it all at the same, like, recording studio in the day? I think they must have done. It's fucking like Frosty I think they must getting... have done. 
Marilyn Manson's on there. Linkin like, Park. It's like when Krusty goes, there's an episode where Krusty goes to the studio to get his voice recordings done. It's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, let's go. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're done. We're out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, I've, 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 I've said it a couple of times and I want it to become a thing. Hot Topic Horror is what I'm calling these films that all have these new metal soundtracks. I'm coining that phrase and I want it to take off desperately. But they do. Find me. I might might make that a little side project and just watch yeah. as many new metal hot topic horror films as I can find. I'm well up for that. And then we can do a <sighs> tier ranking of those. Man, I'm 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 so close to buying this CD. <laughs> Who else is going to have this? Huh? I mean, I mean, I mean come on now. Nobody. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. And there is a strong reason for it. Well, I mean, not well. Aside from the fact that nobody listens to CDs anymore. It would go lovely in the collection. But it's not a bad... It's not, you know, it's not a bad CD. I like all of the bands that are on it. It's not... Hey, kids, check out this this hit collaboration <laughs> CD from the hit movie Valentine. It's just, yeah. It's just that it's associated with a not very good horror film. I'm going to decide on that tomorrow, and when we come back from the hiatus, I might have a Valentine motion picture OST, Ooh. okay? Well, well, we'll leave it hanging with that uh, for the next couple of weeks. We can run a poll in the meantime. Do you think Tom will pull the trigger on the Valentine soundtrack? Screen Factory. Guys, drop a comment. Go, yeah, drop a comment right there. Like and subscribe, <laughs> share, right. Screen Factory, um, who, apps, who actually published uh, uh, the Halloween collection I've got here, they released a Blu-ray of this three years ago. There's a Blu-ray. There's a Blu-ray of this. On Blu-ray. There was demand for a Blu-ray. Uh, I mean, there's there are fans demanding a director's cut, apparently. I, I can't see it ever coming out. Oh, man, that cover's sick, actually. Uh, I found it on Amazon. Really? Yeah, it's actually really, really cool. Quite a nice-looking... Um, Granted, it's just a case uh, that it's got the same film inside, obviously. But yeah, well, the, that's the that's the main issue, isn't it? Oh my god, the tagline on it! Does, wait, before I read this, does your DVD have a tagline at the front? It does have a tagline. Yes. Oh, what is it? Remember that kid everyone ignored that's on Valentine's it. Day? <laughs> he remembers you. Yeah. Okay, that's the same one. It's the same one. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, it's a stone classic. Yeah, it's an absolute classic. <laughs> <laughs> Unforgettable. Man, someone gave us a five-star review. Really? Is Just... it Jamie Blanks? <laughs> One of them is five stars. Denise Richards, need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, my friend. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. I mean... Need our same all fellas. Even even as a super fan, yes, you need to say more. Wow. Oh, that is that is good. Deary me. Well done. I wonder where I wonder where that guy is now. Where fair play to him. Wearing his Valentine movie shirt, <laughs> listening to his Valentine OST and need our same all, Denise Richards. Need our same all. Um but it is it is the new metal film. It is, yeah. Even if is. you don't really, if it, even if you don't hear the music, 
it's of the era. The era was new metal. It just fills it. It, it is very it. much so. I mean, you know, are we gonna? Are we getting close to wrap this up? Uh, you, you got you got more important things to do than talk about Valentine. I mean, Jesus uh, Christ! I, just, I don't know what else I can say about it. Really, it's. I got a couple of little nice things. Go um, off, go off you go. At, at the uh, the date the the uh, the, uh, the date scene at the beginning with creepy Jason and Shelley, mm-hmm. did you catch the soundbite that was added in? I don't think so. When she asked for the check, uh, he then looks at it and he's being a complete douchebag and talking about oh you had that you had that oh yeah gets yeah, yeah. out his card and soon as i think he gets out the card there's a ding sound like a sound bite, just completely out of left field there's no other like uh sound bites just sprinkled in throughout the film like that it was so weird i, I what like I don't, a night what is it like a knife like a, no like a cash register like oh a, right, okay. Like a, a ringing some, like an old sort of cash register ringing yeah, yeah, something yeah. up. They go, ding. The ding. Oh. That's weird. Um, is it product placement? Do we see a do do we see like an Amex card clearly or something? Is it? A... I don't think. I did, I didn't pay attention that much, really. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. No, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. But um, that that is odd. What else have I got here that we just need to talk about? Uh, oh. Um, the, there's a little bit of foreshadowing that they do put in with the film. Uh, you've got obviously got the hot tub. Uh, there's a bit where Campbell, who is staying with Dorothy in this mansion castle, he's asked to go down to the basement, which is like the size of two apartments. Um, it's just He goes to the boiler because he's asked to relight the boiler. And as he bends down to the boiler, the, the camera spots this beautiful clean axe just stuck in a log right behind yeah, him which i thought was really <laughs> weird to have a chopping block in the in the cellar unless like, they have to actually f- like i mean there was a stack of chopped wood behind yeah, it so yeah, i'm assuming that it's there for reasons but even so it just seemed odd that it was inside the house yeah yeah it really like, was uh but it was it's just perfectly clean pristine axe and then it's gone yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very minimal foreshadowing but it's you're very classic it, it's again tropey. it is like, a classic horror they... trope isn't it and then the melted wax that you saw the candles it was, it was all sort of there all the things you needed really just for what this film was the one last thing I did oh. pick up. Oh, go on. No, go on. No, go, no, go on. Go on. Go on. Just I was going to mention but... the funeral scene. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I keep I keep saying it of the era. Uh, these characters were written really badly. Okay, they're written. They're not that believable. A lot of the characters. Um, the the funeral is of Shelley, who's been who's been killed, been murdered, and it's one of their close friends. They don't really seem to be upset or that serious at the funeral. Like if <laughs> if. <laughs> If your friend, if you if she had died of natural causes, or you know, tragic circumstances like that, sometimes uh, for the most part, funerals you you're upset, but you, you want to celebrate their life, like the wake and whatnot. You know, she's been murdered, and the killer is still out there. Yeah, that that's real. That's got to be completely distressing, upsetting, and un- unthinkable. And there's Paige there, like with the, the skimpiest dress on, and, and they joke about it, and then they go off, and uh, I believe Kate. Well, speed dating. 
Yeah, and Kate starts talking to Adam, and they're joking like your your friend has just been murdered and he's been buried right there. I, yeah. What? Where is the seriousness here? <laughs> it's almost like they know that they're disposable. Like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. Something that something that I meant to mention, like right at the top of this, and I've, yeah. it, it slipped my mind until now. I've just caught my uh, my eyes just caught the note. This is based on a novel. In the Shut opening, up. the opening Shut credits, up. based on it comes up, based on a novel How by Tom Savage. That? How did I miss that? Now I did a little bit of digging on this okay. to find out because as soon as I as soon as I saw that, the to- and it's right at the top of the film, the when the, the the opening credits, based on the novel by Tom Savage. And I was like, right, well, I definitely have to get it. Even if, you know... Can I buy the book? (laughs) I haven't... I think you can get it. I think you can still get it. Now, it is very... I found an article that suggests it is very, very loosely based on the novel. Essentially, the premise Mm -hmm. and the title is... And a couple of the characters' names are basically as far as it goes, and the similarities uh, end there. the The film is radically different from what actually happens in the book. Okay. Um, but mm. yeah, who do who do thunk it? It's like, what? This is based on a novel, so I am going to try and find the next the next time we do what have I been reading section. Hopefully, I'll be able to say I've been reading the Valentine novel. By well, one sir, Mr. Tom Savage. <laughs> sir, there is a hardcover copy on Amazon for £1.68. Um, oh, hell to the yeah. How much are they looking at for delivery with that that, that gem? Uh, we're looking at... Uh, oh, if I want it with the soundtrack, or the duo, um, <laughs> let's remove that. If you want to buy the book for £1.68, you are looking at a £1.80 delivery charge, sir. So you can get the book... For three pound fifty, I mean, you know, bargain. I've I've paid more for less. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to my basket. What's gonna we'll, be better, uh, that or the film? I'll tell you. I've read it. How excited! Um, oh man, it was a novel. It was a novel. Mm. Now a major motion picture. <laughs> but like, for the most part, novels need to be. I mean, I might be completely bullshitting here making this up, but do novels not need to be quite successful to then well, get more more from them? You'd, what, to, what for there to then be a movie based on it? Movie or TV show or whatever, not, yeah. Not necessarily. I mean, because sometimes I guess it's just, oh, this would make a good, somebody reads a book and goes, oh, this would make a good film. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of movies that are based on books that people don't necessarily know are based on books. Mm. I mean, The Exorcist mm. was a novel. Yep. Um, yeah, you're right. Rambo. Yep. Uh, Die Hard. All based on novels. And I, mass, yeah, you know, the films are a hell of a lot bigger than the books are. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so sometimes it's it's like obviously Harry Potter, really successful book. Yeah, let's make a really successful film. But then mm. on the other side of the coin, you've got book nobody knows about, but would make a pretty decent film. So yeah, people buy up the rights to it. So Which it didn't. It's it's 
it might it might just it might be a lot better as a story and they just didn't make a good film out of it who knows we'll find out i'm gonna get i am gonna pick it up i and, think uh, you should if you buy that i'll get the soundtrack <laughs> and we'll both get the t-shirt <laughs> um just one last last little thing i just just quick little scroll on the wiki and Folks, I'm not one for wiki reading or because it, it could be bullshit. Okay, it could, could be complete bullshit because anyone can edit it. But if this doesn't sum up again of the era, uh, duh, 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 duh. so for the role of Dorothy, Tara Reed was considered uh, one Vicky from American Pie. Uh, and who else? And Jennifer Love Hewitt. Was cut was in the original cast to play uh, Paige. Uh, I think I think that might have worked, but you you couldn't do that so soon after I know what you did last summer. I don't think. Even though, um, no, maybe not. Uh, oh, what was uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar was in Scream Two, and she was also in I know what you did last summer. Yeah, and they, I mean, they again, were very just... close. So. Big actors at the time mm. as well. Mm. They're in, you know, in a whole heap of stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> I don't have much more to say on the film. I think it, I oh. think I'm I've thoroughly exhausted Valentine's Valentine. Even it's not even it's, Valentine's Day, just Valentine. Um. It. it yeah. I mean, it's. It, I think if I'd have seen this at the cinema at the time, I'd have been disappointed. Yeah. I. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It was just overall. I think it was just a bit dull. Mm. Like it. Oh wasn't, no! It is. It is. It, it, it's not. It it's not leaning into that so bad. It's good. It's not getting to that so bad. It's good territory. It's not laugh out loud you know what i mean i can pick yeah. holes in it but i can't pick holes in it in a funny way yeah. like it, it makes me laugh it's just it's just a bit crap really. you either want to be uh i always say this with video games you either want to be uh, however, however you grade it six or seven above that it's leaning towards brilliant or it wants to be just rubbish that it's so fun like it's just crap mm -hmm. it's just rubbish. yeah same with film if you're in the middle oh you eh it's yeah, mid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say I, mid. I it's mid. Yeah, it's it's just meh. Yeah, meh. It is meh. Could you recommend it? No, I don't think I could. No, I, I, there are there are better. There are definitely better slashes from the era. There are yeah. better lower. T you know, I'd say go watch watch Scream. Get getting on the Scream franchise. Yeah. Or watch Urban Legend. Urban Legend. I know <laughs> yeah. what you did last summer. There are better lower yeah. tier slashes than yeah, this is you get into you're not scraping the bottom of the barrel, but you can see it. You know what I mean? You get in there. Yeah. There are yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't bother with it. Tell you what, we've gone an hour and a half. That is more than I thought we would, to be fair with this. Um Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. 
Do yourself a favor and uh, get get this for your partner. Um, they'll they'll really cherish it. Buy them a shirt. Buy them the soundtrack. Everyone loves a romantic CD. It's a mixed it, CD you could buy your partner for Valentine's Day. It would it would be interesting to see it recut as a romantic comedy though, because you could I think you could do it quite easily. This Valentine's Day, <laughs> you you could you actually could recut that. Yeah, <laughs> goofy music over the top. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Well, what a way to um, to sign off for a little break and for That's us it. to come, we're gonna come back strong in March. We've got some big hitters. We um, will. Yep, we have. It's been some good topics. It's been quite a, a right there. Four. This is your fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been quite a run. <laughs> in fact, for you, you've had Cannibal Holocaust, Baskin. <laughs> Valentine, and then a discussion on what makes a film scary. I think I think that's a good mix. One hell of a mix. That's a good mix. I mean, you know, they can't all be they can't all be stone classics. You got to have your Valentines in there. You gotta have it. You know, got to yeah. talk about the rubbish. I mean, we've said this before. There's a lot of crap in horror. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. There's there's a lot. It's a it's an easy genre. I was listening to something else earlier um, that said exactly this as well. Um, it, it it's horror. Horror is like it, it can be cheap to make, and a lot of people start mm. out making horrors, and that's why there's so many of them. And there is a lot of crap out there. Mm. And I'd say certainly in for some of the films I've been watching recently, that I've there's maybe been one hit out of four. You know, a one in five. Yeah, that I've gone. Yeah, that's good. I'll recommend that to people. And then four films where I've kind of gone. I wish yeah. I'd have watched some else. <laughs> and that's just that's just like the this way one. it is. <laughs> like this one, yeah. Like did you watch? Oh, one. did you watch Possession in the end? I still not watched it, but I do. But I am looking forward to that one. That is one yeah. that has cropped up a few times. You've recommended it. It's cropped up on documentaries, mm. and I saw a little bit of the Twitter um, buzz that you mm. that. Had, Random, why, why it suddenly started being mentioned I no again, I don't idea. know. But No idea. But I did I did happen across a little bit of that as well. And yeah, and it's featured in a couple of documentaries that I've watched recently, and I I will get around right to watching that. I also really want to watch uh, Skinnamarink as well. Yes. I'm, I'm in two minds about that film. About that I, I think it's going to elicit a lot of what we mentioned uh, in our discussion episode about what makes a film scary when we're talking about paranormal stuff. Uh, I think it's going to have a lot of that. I fear it's going to have a lot of downtime. Yeah, um, I think... I, I get the impression this for already this, that it's a it's very Marmite. It, it's, a, yeah. it's a very divisive film. People are either really liking it or they're like, what, what the yeah. hell is this? Yeah. Um friend of mine recommended to immerse yourself in it fully lights mm. off sound up yeah. and experience it it's not one to watch it's one to experience i think it feels experimental yeah like a, yeah. yeah i think that's totally the idea so i'm gonna when I, it's not gonna be I, i'm gonna have to like dedicate a time to sit yeah. down and and watch that one it's not gonna be one that i'm just going to bang on in the background for something um so i am looking forward to it and i but i am going to go out of my way to like you know experience that and give it um as much of a chance as i can i think 
That'd be good to discuss, actually. I think that one. Yeah. I might do that myself. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, yep. I'm afraid that's it. I'm sorry, folks. There's not much more to talk about. I'm sorry. All right, everyone. Sorry, there's not much more to talk about Valentine. Um, when we do come back... Uh, oh, speaking of coming back, we'll be coming back for Scream 6. Now, when we did the trailer reaction, you hadn't seen Scream 5? Nope. Do, do, do you no. fancy watching it? <laughs> I will do. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I will. I'll catch up. Um, I will, because I probably... I mean, I know you say not to bother with 4, but... Um, no, uh, I would bother with four. Four, four is okay. Three is the, uh, oh, is the worst three? one in the franchise. But yeah, I think I have. I've seen three moons ago. But yeah, no, four, it's four. I didn't only see four and five. I think I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I know. I'll get. I'll get myself up to speed. With you uh, enjoy it more than this with the screams. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so we we'll come back hard with. Uh, Nice little schedule for March. Um, stay tuned to our Twitters because this gentleman is fantastic at uh, promoting and all that jazz. So check that out uh, on our socials below and check out the Instagram where I will promote a new schedule. I'll uh, redo the schedule. Uh, and you can find out all the information there about what's coming up. Um, but yeah, going to be a bit quiet for the next couple of weeks. Not going anywhere. Just taking a little break. Yeah, just taking a little break. Like I said, we'll be active on the socials, we'll so you know active. you can drop us drop us comments, and uh, we'll yeah. do our best to to get involved and and interact on there. Uh, yeah, and yeah, stay tuned for the new stuff. And you can find all here's a good segue. You can find all past episodes and content on such audio platforms as your turn. Seeing as you, oh, uh, yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> Honestly, it's, come on! I knew you. Were oh, you're going back for well. your messages now, aren't you? Going back yeah. for your messages. Now. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, I wonder what it could be. Um, 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 Amazon, uh, Spotify, uh, YouTube. Um, I can, I've still not found the message where you've listed them. Uh, Podbean, Apple Music, and one more. Google. There we go. All those yes. lovely services you can find by just by searching the Dreadcast. Um, please do like, rate, subscribe, comment, share, rate, uh, click the bell, ding, ding, all those things you can do on all those services. Just do it. Tell um, all your friends, shout it from tell, the rooftops, spread the word. Holler it. Do all of that. And leave um, us some, leave us some comments and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Tell um, us what you think. What did you think of Valentine? Yeah, why don't you go watch it for Valentine's? It's coming up. This is for you, so uh, go check it out. Um, I think that's about it. I think we got anything else? Anything else? I think just the reminder for everybody to stay spooky. Oh, that was good. That was really good. (laughs) 